0: Welcome everyone to Clinton Baptist Church again for those who have just come in. Um, As we continue on our series of parenting, um, I'm really had a lot of great reviews from this uh, series and we're gonna put it together where you can get it, Um, really just helping us as parents. Um, A lot of people are enjoying it and we wanna continue that um, today as we find ourselves in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, we'll be in verse 11. Hebrews chapter
1: 12, in verse 11, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11. Last week we looked at pouring into, pouring into your children, pouring into your children. Today we find ourselves
0: in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11, as we come together as parents
1: uh, to just go through this series of parenting, um, which is very beneficial at this time for a lot of people.
0: So, just to let you know, next Sunday we we'll have our first Sunday. Uh, our next Sunday uh, is the first Sunday in June, where every Sunday we we'll have an ice cream Sunday. So, after service, we got readers coming out um, to serve us ice cream as you leave free ice cream. Um, so, please, uh, please come out and enjoy that. And also, next Sunday is bring a friend or family to church. Bring a friend or family to church with a great opportunity. I have been inviting some people, I hope they show up. Um, I got the press on them too. I got the press on one of them is, a, um, our pest control here, um, Caleb young man. I've been asking him to come for a while. And I told him man, you gotta come on Sunday. Don't make me ask people to invite people and you don't show up and I'm inviting you, but I'm grateful for that. So grateful for our friend, neighborhood friend, Pam. He's here. Thank you so much. Uh, she says she'd definitely be here. visiting. us. Uh, Pam and I grew up together and just so grateful for that. Um, We're in um, Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12. Father God, have your way. We lean on you, Holy Spirit, that your will and your way may be done. We can do nothing without you, but everything through you. So have your way that you remove me, that they may see you. Lord God, remove this anxiety and fear, Lord God, that I face, and walk with me through every step, that you may be lifted up and glorified. We thank you for this opportunity where we can come and serve you again here on this platform. This sacred platform, Lord God,
1: thank you for using me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11,
0: Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11, and it says, now
1: no um, chastising seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, Afterwards, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to
0: those who have been trained by it. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Let me say it again. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterwards, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it, On this morning, as I continue this uh, series as we deal with parenting, I wanna speak to you from the topic,
1: disciplining your children. Disciplining your children. The Bible is not shy on disciplining children. As a matter of fact, the Bible talks about it, and it
0: even referred to God disciplining us as his children. As a matter of fact, Hebrews chapter 12, verse uh, 3 through 11, here in this chapter, uh, talks about how God disciplines us. And it refers to, to God disciplining us. And today we're going to look at some things. Look at this verse. This one verse and see some things in God disciplining us. The Bible also tells us that, that parents must, must discipline your children. The Bible, the Bible commands us as parents, those who are parents, to discipline your children. It commands us that, that it's the proper thing to do. As a matter of fact, the Bible says if you don't discipline your children, you are being disobedient. Because the Bible knows how important it is for our children to be disciplined. And discipline is important. We, we see so many sociologists and, and so many write-ups and studies show the benefit of discipline in our children. Some will even go say that if you don't discipline your children, you, that your child will, need, will not be happy your child will not understand how to have a discipline for themselves because they have no authority over them. Whoever disciplined them. So the Bible is not shy. The, the world is not shy that we discipline our children, but now it seems like we have fallen in a time where people don't want to discipline their children. It seems like we, we fall in a time where now the children have the authority and not the parents. We fall into a time where now we believe that discipline is, is humane is inhumane or, or discipline is, is abuse, but God teaches us how to discipline our children properly. The Word of God gives us evidence and it gives us nuggets after nuggets in the importance of discipline our children, but also how to
1: discipline them properly. And this is important. Because for me, looking at the news, for me,
0: working with young people, it seemed like young people just raising themselves. And what happened, we have young people who look like they're raising themselves, and they grow up to be old people, and now they don't have no discipline. Because they've never been disciplined as a child, and now they don't understand barriers. They don't understand how to discipline themselves and how to have self-control, because we as parents have failed in disciplining our children.
1: And as we look here at this 12th chapter in Hebrews, verse 11, God
0: disciplines us. He talks about how God disciplined us. And, and there are some things here we can learn about disciplining our children. The first thing we see in this verse number 11, the first thing we see in verse number 11, uh, 8, as we look at disciplining our children, the first thing we see here in verse number 11, 8, we see discipline does not feel good. Look what it says. In verse number 11, 8, he says, it says, now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Says, he said, God says, said, I, want, I want you to understand. I want you children, I want you children, to, the author of Hebrew, says, the children of God, I want you to understand when God disciplines you, it doesn't feel good. Parents, 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 when, when you discipline your children, it don't feel good. Children, 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 when you get disciplined, it doesn't feel good. Discipline does, does not feel good. Discipline does, does, does not feel good. It's not a pleasant thing. It's not something to be enjoyed. It, 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 it hurts. It's, it's painful. And he said that discipline is painful for the presence. For, for right now, when you've been disciplined, it's painful. And, and some of you all know you have been disciplined by God. You crying to get up out of that thing. Do I have any witness? I have witness when God whooped your butt. You you crying like, God, when is this going to be over? God, I, I, I know I messed up, God, but you had me in this discipline too long. God, it's been two months now, and you've been whooping my butt. I can't seem to get out. Anybody try to get out of discipline because you know it's painful? I remember when I was a child, my mother used to whoop my butt. I used to try to run from her because my mother was older. You know, my mother was older because we had 10 kids. So I run from her. She can't catch me because discipline doesn't feel good. Discipline hurts. It's not an enjoyable thing. It, it, It don't feel good. And he says that discipline, your children, does not feel good. Watch this. Watch this. It don't feel good, children, when you be disciplined. It don't even feel good to your parents. And I know this is hard to accept, children, watch this, because I remember my mother used to say, this going to hurt me more than it hurt you. Anybody remember? Come on, talk back to me now. Anybody online? Y'all remember your mother or your dad used to say, this going to hurt me more than it hurt you? And I'm like, well, why am I the only one crying you know, I'm the only one that's filling this belt or this, br- my mother used to have a blue brush. I'm the only one filling that brush on me or that. that, that. I ain't going to tell about what my mother used to do because y'all put her in jail for abuse. But anyway, I'm talking about discipline does not feel good. And even I, when I, when I discipline my children, it, it does hurt. It don't feel good. It, it doesn't feel good to discipline your children. It hurts me to discipline them. It hurts me to see them cry and say, "Daddy, stop." It hurts me to discipline my children, even when I punish them or take things from them that they like. It still doesn't feel good. Says so to discipline your children, you got to understand that discipline hurts. It doesn't feel good. And if you're a parent and you're disciplining your children, and if feel good, you need to be the one that not discipline your children. Because they're easily going to spear over into the abuse. You should not feel good about beating your children. You should not be walking around putting TikTok videos up of how you just wore his little butt out or wore her little butt out. That's not cute. Discipline don't feel good. And, and if you're feeling good about disciplining your children,
1: you're the wrong person to discipline them. Says, Say, discipline Hurt. Being disciplined, it hurt. It's not, it's, it's not fun.
0: It's not enjoyable. And he said, parents, you got you to be careful. Children, you got to understand that when you've been corrected, it's not going to feel good. It doesn't mean that your parents don't love you. It doesn't mean that they don't care about you. It doesn't mean that they don't like you. No, it's discipline and discipline hurt. When God disciplined us, he still loves us. Matter of fact, the Bible says right here in this chapter, he says that God disciplined those he loves. And he disciplined them because he loves you. And same thing for you and I, we discipline you as a child because we love you. But it hurts. Nobody want to be disciplined. No matter if you're a child or not, whenever discipline comes, it hurts. You get a ticket, it hurts. Discipline hurts. And God says, parents, I want you to know as you discipline your children, it's hurt. It's not a joyful time. It's, It's difficult. It hurts. But it's only for the presence. It's only for a time, and I like this because he said it hurt for a present. Watch this. So that means when you discipline your children, it shouldn't last all day. Watch it. Y'all ain't get me. Y'all ain't get me. Watch this. See, you you discipline your children, and you and you spank them or whatever you do, put them in time out, whatever your discipline is, you take what they, what you want from them, put them out the house, whatever you do. But then next week you still ain't speaking to them. Come on now. They, you you already gave the punishment. Now now when you going when is it going to be over? I know I know we we say that with God. Come on God, when is it going to be over? And now they gotta come. You done whooped their butt. And now they gotta come and they scared to go in the refrigerator. Can I can I get some juice? Now nah, you don't need no juice. Get your little bad butt away from. No, you already beat them once. He says it's only for a present. That means discipline is only for a time. It shouldn't linger on and on and on. You got parents now discipline your children, and now you don't even have a relationship with them because you're not even speaking to your children, because you're mad at them or what they've done and forgot that they're children, and he says it's only for a present time.
1: Got people that don't even want to speak to their children no more. Says, look, he said, discipline is, is 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 not it does not feel good. On the parent perspective,
0: it don't feel good, and on the children perspective, it don't feel good. Discipline does not feel good. But then he tells us another thing. As we look at discipline in our children, the second thing he says is that here he says discipline has a purpose. Look what he said in verse number eleven uh, b. He says here in eleven b. He says he says he said painful. He said nevertheless, after words. It yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. He says, "Parents, you got to understand that discipline has a purpose." Okay. He says, "You got to understand, parents, that discipline has a purpose." He says that 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 you got to understand, parents, for those in presence and those online, you got to understand that discipline has a purpose I, I gotta get you to hear this i gotta get you to hear this he said parents i want you to know that discipline has a purpose oh that's that's some good stuff watch this he says "Parents, i want you to know that discipline has a purpose see so you shouldn't be trying to discipline your children because you mad because that ain't a purpose You shouldn't be trying to beat the devil out of them to get the devil out of them. That's not a purpose. You shouldn't be trying to beat your children or or punish your children because you're mad because of what they've done. That's not a purpose. He said discipline has a purpose, and discipline is not for you to take your anger out on your child. You got parents beating their children because they look like their daddy who you mad at. They didn't sleep with him. You slept with him. They, he, they didn't do what he did. He did it to you. You knew he wasn't no good before you even got with him. Can I be real here? You got a mad at mama. You look like your mother. Now you want to smack him upside the head. You the one chose that woman. They didn't choose that woman. They didn't ask to come in this world. You brought them in here. You knew how she was before you got with her. And now you want to whoop them just because you mad at their perks. That's not a purpose. Discipline has a purpose it's not for you to blow off some steam you disciplining your children is not for you to blow off some steam to get your anger out it's not for that it's not for you to do that discipline has a purpose he says he said parents, you got to understand Your anger cannot let you discipline your children because in disciplining your children, where anger or being mad at them does not have a purpose. It does not have a purpose for God. Children are not punching bags. They're not speed bags. They're young human beings who were created in the image and the likeness of God, and we should not abuse them when we discipline them we should not take our anger and frustration out on them even though they may make us upset and make us mad and if you have an anger issue maybe you need to calm down before you discipline
1: and he says here parents, it has a purpose it has a purpose it's
0: not just to be doing because just to be done he says it has a purpose why well, says I, my, my older son um, when he was, um, in, in high school, um, he was, he came home one day and he was talking to us and he said, um, he had a conversation with his friends and he said, um, his friends was talking and they were laughing at how their mother and father cussed them out. And my older son was like, wow, my mother and father never cussed. Don't mean I'm righteous because I don't cuss. My wife don't cuss, but we do some other things. So don't, don't look at us like we all that. Okay. Um, but 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 we never cussed at our children, and my son was like, uh, my parents never cussed at me, and his friends could not believe it. They they were blown away that they that that we never cussed at. Them. Never, ever cussed at them. And I put the post on Facebook just to see where people were. I said, hey, how many of y'all cuss at your children? Man, I had a long list of comments, man. People was like, yeah, I, I cuss them out. Yeah, I know it ain't right this and that. And I, and I asked the question, how many would you allow people, how many of you on here who cuss at your children would allow other people to cuss at your children? Oh, you better not cuss at my children. I can cuss at them, but 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 you're not cussing at them. But remember, as Christians, Ephesians chapter 4, 29 said the words that come out your mouth should be edified, not tan down. So cursing is not a discipline. Cursing is not acceptable. You should not be cussing your kids out. You should be building them up instead of tearing them down. That is not form of discipline. It says that that is not a purpose of discipline. Cussing at your children is not a purpose. So what is the purpose? What is the purpose of disciplining your children? I'm glad you asked that question. Because right here, when he used the word chastening, he used the word chastening. And the word chastening means to uh, provide instructions with intent of reforming a proper a uh, habit or behavior let me read that again let me read that cuz i wrote slow and hit read slow so they can understand it the word chastening here that found in the text means to provide instructions with the intent of forming proper habits of behavior <laughs> He said the, the, the this words means that you may help them form proper behaviors. So so what that mean? he says that discipline is only for the purpose for right living. Ah uh, y'all yeah yeah ain't churchy enough. The discipline, he said, is only for the purpose to bring peaceable fruit of righteousness. See, so the word righteousness actually means right living. So the, way, the reason why you discipline your children, the purpose why you discipline them is not to beat the hell out of them or not to beat the devil out of them. The reason why you discipline disciplining your children is to get right living to live out of them. You got to understand you have a purpose to discipline your children to get right living in their life. You can't beat the devil out of them. You can't beat sin out of them. You can't beat anger out of them. So you need to have a purpose to get them to God that when they discipline, they may turn to right living
1: said so this is the purpose this is the purpose this is why we here this is why
0: purse are to discipline their children that you may lead them to right living and the reason why we have a whole host of young people living wrong living because they haven't been disciplined they don't respect authority because you deny to discipline your children and it starts at a young age, because after they get so old, you can't beat them no more. They be beating you up. Shoot, wouldn't it look like me fighting Jackson? This dude in the gym every day, 17 years old, heart always like this. My heart get like that, I'm calling 911. Like, is emergency, something going on. You can't beat them when they get old, so you gotta correct them when they're young, that they may live a right life and know that the, you are correcting them with a purpose. You just not try mad at them. You just not beating them, but you are correcting them to do right. And that's the same thing for God. God do the same thing for you and I. When we sin, He punishes us. He He, he chasing us to cause us to turn away from our wickedness, that we may live right. Parents, we have the right to discipline our children, but we got to do it with a purpose. we got to do it with a purpose. And most of y'all, like me, who got older kids, discipline is now different. Discipline is now different. Because now, how do you discipline a 24-year-old who's living in your house, who's stronger than you? So now you have to discipline different. You know, now... Now you got to become a coach or a consultant in your own house. You got to be like, look, let's sit down and talk. Let's see what works for both of us. Cause I know it's about to work. I'm about to change the locks on you. I hope he's watching now so he can hear me. I know his mother ain't here, so now I can talk about him. Cause that's her baby. But I'm telling you, you got to you got to discipline different.
1: He says, look. He says when we discipline our children, we got to do it with a purpose. And the purpose, watch this, is to bring them to right living. To bring them
0: to right living. Young people, I see all these babies in here. Thank you. Keep bringing the babies. Let them cry. Let them walk around. And I believe that. Let them cry and walk around. Then we have some people to step up so we can start the nursery. Okay, cause some people get tired of you. Get, uh, if anybody come to me say they are tired of babies crying, I'ma say, okay, that's you got the nursery job. Thank you, Lord. Step right up. Amen. Let bring keep bringing them. Let them cry. Don't worry about them. parents. Don't let them, don't be offended. I'm the pastor. Just let them walk around, cry, pooping they, paping, their paping and thing So we get some people over there to nursery. Give you a break. And we we good. Okay. So anyway, so with the young parents, look, you gotta discipline your children. You gotta discipline them. And the purpose is that they may
1: go to right living. I don't know where you are today. I don't know where you at in your life. But somebody walked in here being disciplined by God. Somebody walked in here and feel
0: like, God, you just ran me out. And God, I, 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 I can't take it. Nothing is going right. I'm working two jobs and I'm still not getting ahead. The grades are not coming in good. Me and my wife are always at each other. It seems like I, I just can't win, God. What, what, what's going
1: on? And maybe God disciplining you. Maybe God disciplined you for the purpose of getting you to live right. I don't
0: know about you as you stand on your feet. I don't know about you where you're at online. But every single one of us who surrendered our life to Jesus Christ, watch this, came because of discipline. None of us can come in here and say we came after God just because we wanted God. No, it was something tragic in our life or going on in our life that drew us to God. Every single one of us who stand here and who have accepted Jesus Christ came because God has caused us to come in some way or form. We know by the Holy Spirit that we have been pressed upon to come and receive the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. But guess what? We came, not voluntarily, because of some discipline. So maybe today your discipline may be, be trying to get you to, to, to get right with God. Just to show you, you can't live how you want to live. You can't act how you want to act. There's a certain way that God wants you to live. And because you are not living in the confinements of his standards, he says, I need to put discipline upon you. I need to chasten you. Watch this, that you may come and live right. So I don't know where you are today. I don't know where you at. But today is a great day. Today is a great day. The last Sunday of May, It's a great day. The last Sunday, the 29th of May, this is a great day for you to surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This is a great
1: day. This is a great day. So I don't know where you are, whether you online or person, in person.
0: The turmoil you have in your life may be because you need to surrender your life to Jesus. It ain't going to work out until you get right. God is bringing that judgment upon you to, to draw you near to him. a matter of fact, in Ezra, I think in Ezra chapter 8 verse 9, it says like this, that you're going to come to me and serve me whether it's voluntarily or forcefully. It's either way. God says, I'm seeking you. He gave his son Jesus Christ to seek you. To bring life to you and bring life to you more abundantly. Will you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Will you accept him? Will you accept him or are you still stubborn enough that you okay with being beaten? Because God will bring you to your knees. It will bring you to your knees. The scripture says it like this at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue should confess. Whether on, earth or, 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 whether on earth or under the earth, you will bow. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe when you inhale, you will bow and know that Jesus is Lord. But today is a great opportunity. On the 29th of May, the last Sunday of the month, that you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, is there any today? is there any is there any just raise your hand if you want to surrender your life to jesus christ just raise your hand is there any is there any? if you online just raise your hand if you online and you want to text us at 301-653-6219 we got the phone ready you can go to our chat and text us. you can go to our website right at our website you go to the bottom of our page and say i want to surrender my life to jesus christ is there any today is there any today is there any today any today this is a great opportunity this is a great opportunity to escape condemnation. Guess what? Because if you don't surrender your life to Jesus Christ, the condemnation is not going to stop. It says in Romans 8 that there's no condemnation who those who are in Christ Jesus. Watch this. Condemnation means eternal separation. We who are in Christ Jesus will never be separated from Jesus Christ ever again once you surrender your life to him. But if you don't, you'll be separated from him. So if you want to escape the eternal punishment of hell, this is a great opportunity. Is there any today? 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 Maybe you already saved or maybe you're not. You're comfortable with going to hell and that's okay with you. Because I can't force you to get there. Maybe you want to join Clinton Baptist Church. Is there any today that have been watching and want to join, want to be a part of Clinton Baptist Church? Is there any? Whether you're online or present, is there any? Is there any today? Just raise your hand. If there's any in the place that want to join Clinton Baptist Church, just raise your hand. Raise your hand. Is there any today? Is there any today? Whether you're online or present, 301-653-6219. Just text us and say, I want to be a part of Clinton Baptist Church. Whoever you are god is leading you here this is the place for you wonderful church wonderful church to be a part of is there any today is there any today maybe you one of those parents and you realize man look i'm struggling with this maybe you one of those ones that that that, that just not god just weighing you out you said man i i just need to get to the altar the altar's open the altar is open today where whoever you are whatever you need to come to the altar for the altar is open the altar's open. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. The altar open. Maybe you realize you didn't beat your children good enough. You say, man, I should have got them on that one. This is a great opportunity. Anyone want to come to the altar for prayer? Wherever you at, wherever you at in your life, if you want salvation, open the doors to the church of prayer, wherever you are, wherever you are.
1: This is a great opportunity, a great opportunity. Great opportunity to come to the altar. Great opportunity. A great opportunity. This is a great opportunity.
0: Great opportunity. Anyone today, anyone today, whatever you got on your heart, whatever you got on your heart, whatever you got on your heart, you're frustrated, anger,
1: whatever, whatever's going on, whatever's going on. Whatever you're dealing with, the is open. God is able. God is able. We
0: got to know that God is able. God is able to do anything. He is able to do anything. He is able to do anything. He is able. He is able. And remember, discipline is not always spanking your kid. It can be a timeout. It can be talking to. You. It's not always beating them. There's different ways, so many ways of discipline. He is able. Whatever you have on your heart, whatever you have in your heart, Father God, Father God, have your way. Lord God, you see our heart. You know everything every one of us are going through. You even know the thoughts that we're thinking right now, because nothing, Lord God, is hidden from you. So we come to you today, Lord God. We come to you asking for your grace just to prevail, asking for you to see us through our situations, Lord God. Lord God, we although we're not at the altar, Lord God, we need to be here because our hearts are heavy, Lord God. And those who are at the altar, whatever they come in, Lord God give them individual attention lord god that they may know that you are with them lord god remind them lord god of your grace remind them of your power lord god remind them of your strength lord god remind them of who you are lord god that you hold everything in your hand and sustain everything lord god that everything is going according to your will and your way father god and i ask lord god that you make us better parents Lord God, I'm not preaching this series, Lord God, to make us feel bad as parents, but Lord God, that we may strive to be better parents. Lord God, and even for us who have older children, let us be better parents to our older children, Lord God. Let us be better parents to our grandchildren. Let us be better parents to our neighbor children. Let us be better parents to our nieces and our nephews, Lord God. Have your way
1: to transform us. Lord God, we're grateful. For you using us as parents. We're
0: grateful for you putting young people in our life, Lord God, that we may correct and influence in the right living, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you make us examples before the young people, Lord God. We come, Lord God, because some of us have financial issues. Some of us are, uh, have trust issues. Some of us have relationship issues. Some of us are here, be Lord be God, because we're going through sickness or we're going through a battle right now. Or, Lord God, some of us are here because you're jumping all on top of us. But we come, Lord God, to ask, Lord God, that you forgive us. Whatever we got going on, Lord God, whatever sin we've been punished for, Lord God, let us turn away. That your will may be done. And your way may be correct. Lord God, we thank you for loving us. We thank you, Lord God, for caring for us. We thank you, Lord God, for blessing us. We thank you, Lord God, for using us. Lord God, and strengthening us as a parent. As parents, Lord God. Even be with us, Lord God, who are mad at our own parents. For the way they have treated us and they have uh, beat us, Lord God for some of us who have uh, received abuse from our parents lord god ask we ask them for forgiveness for that lord god we ask that you walk with us lord god because we know we were only children lord god and they shouldn't have done us like that but we are so grateful lord god that you have placed in our heart to forgive them lord god we are so grateful lord god that you put healing in our heart lord god although we deal with the scars although we deal with frustration although we deal with the hate and the anger from the way they treated us lord god we ask that you intervene right now and just have your way lord god just have your way lord god just have your way lord god just bring us out lord god lord god put in our heart forgiveness That we will not walk around with this stain on our hearts, Lord God. That we will not walk around in anger, Father God. That we will be free to live according to your will, Lord God. And
1: not with this anger, Lord God, of how our parents beat us. Lord God, we ask for forgiveness for our parents, Lord God. Lord God, they had no right. But we come to you, Lord God. With heavy hearts. We need you, Lord God, to intervene.
0: Lord God, and I know, Lord God, this is something that won't be healed right now in some of our lives, Lord God. It's gonna take a minute, but we ask that we draw near to you that you may draw near to us. Lord God, let us keep chasing after you. Let us keep yearning after you. Let us keep calling after you. Let us keep crawling after you. Let us keep walking towards you, Lord God, that we may be closer than ever, that we may feel
1: your peaceable righteousness over our life. You're the only one to can do it, Lord God. You're the only one to do it.
0: And if we were one of those parents who have abused our children, Lord God, we come and ask for forgiveness. And we ask, Lord God, that we make it right with our children, that we make it right with them,
1: that we go back and apologize with them, that we may rebuild the relationship, that we may edify
0: them, Lord God, and build them up, then tear them down. So thank you for your word, Lord God. I pray that it penetrated the hearts of your people. Lord God, as a penetrated me. And we ask for your grace to rain, rule, and to show up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.